Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. What's the most resilient parasite? Can build cities, can transform the world, and rewrite all the rules. That's what I'll be doing every single night. Which is why... No, 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 no! I have to steal it. What are you talking about, Willis? This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk. It'll, it's going to work. It's passable, okay? This, this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Welcome into Primetime. Ahoy there, good sir. Hello, my friend. Patrick Harris in for Isaac Rop once again, but we still got Jason Sukanik. Big Souk right over there. We were hashing out our uh, our beer uh, our beer merch preferences. I didn't realize, but yeah, you were wearing the Rainier hat uh, yesterday, yep. and uh, I'm going with the Vitamin R today, so we're uh, we're, we're double Rainier in it. Did you leave it under the table for him or something? <laughs> uh, I actually have a Rainier T-shirt on too. Well, I went with the Wazoo hat this morning, so yeah. I was like, well, if you can see my shirt, yeah. it's got to be kind of similar color. But you went with the baseball team, the, the I Rainiers. Did. Mine is exclusively about the beer. I could give two blanks. <laughs> Uh, about the Tacoma Rainiers, but hey. my favorite beer, <laughs> little vitamin R. I mean, take your pick between a Coors Banquet and a vitamin R. So if you come into my house, you may see a big neon uh, R up in my office. Uh, I, I know what I like. I am a vitamin R and a Miller High Life guy. Well, there you Although go. Coors Banquet is not to be slept on. No, no. There's I a, can't drink Coors Light, though. No, that's I right. That if you, it, well, one of my great pet peeves. In this world, is the abundance of Coors Light and the lack of of banquets or Yellow Jackets. You never see it out, especially for, in stubbies yeah, from a tap or anything. Drives me crazy, and I can't tell how many times I walk into a place and there's a sign on the wall. There is a Coors Banquet sign, and I'm like, oh, can I, can I, can I get a Coors Banquet? And sometimes they just pour me a Coors Light, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And they like, if I ordered a Coke and you brought me a Diet Coke. 
Because people will be like, what's the difference? And that's what I say. If I order a Coca-Cola and you bring me a Diet Coke, am I supposed to just be like, well, I guess I just drink this Diet Coke? Nay. One of my great, believe me, everyone in my family knows the two when I ask. And they're like, oh boy, it's going to be a thing. Drives me crazy. Drives me. You can get Coors Light anywhere. Anywhere. You can't, like, like there's like three bars apparently in the Pacific Northwest that serve a Coors. Drives me crazy. Uh, I wish there was more uh, Rainier bottles available. The yeah, long neck with ne- the little puzzle on the cap. That's, never, that's where the jam is. Never see them. There's a couple bars I know that do rock the Rainier 12-ounce bottles. Yeah. But they get them from a distributor. You never see them at a store. No, I think you sometimes have to go to, like, cigarette beer stores. Maybe, And you yeah. can find them there. Because I never see the Rainier bottles. You see the Coors and the uh, mm-hmm. the Yellow Jacks and then the Stubbies. So if, Stubbies if, are if, great. If you yeah. come to my house, you have two options of beer. You got a full liquor cabinet. I got a big old whiskey barrel that I made into a liquor cabinet. I cut a door in it and some hinges, all that. Excellent. So you got a full slate there. Whatever you need uh, as far as the heavy stuff. You got a decent wine selection. Nothing great. But uh, if you want beer, you got two choices. Actually, there's usually some some weird stragglers because someone brings like beer over to your house. And so there's... <clears throat> There's a the hodge, there's a hodgepodge of randos in the garage that people have left behind. Like I don't know. Here's some, yeah, some sort probably of, skunked. Yeah, here's a pecan porter thing or whatever. I don't know. Here's some whatever. But if if you come over to my house, you have a choice. You can either have some Rainier Tall Boys, or there's going to be some Coors Stubbies. Outside of that, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, controversial, uh, controversial action here. Uh, if you leave beer over that I'm not going to drink, yeah. I just dump it. Yeah. That's not yeah. controversial. I don't. I don't hang on to it for other people to come over because you are not going to walk into my house and be like, "Man, I had a pecan porter. <laughs> it's all Diddy had for me." And it's like, "No, nah, you walk in my house, you gonna get the goods." It's only good for like three months too, right? Yeah, you, you I don't know. Goods. Like, I will say that after a while, you do just kind of go through and clean it out. But mine does stay there probably way longer than than it should. But I don't care. I'm never going to drink it. There's beers back there that are probably like a year old, and I'll never touch them. And there might be like a truly or something again from a Fourth of July barbecue sure. seltzer. I won't couple, dump. Yeah, a couple of eventually seltzers, that'll yeah. be drank. Well, they, they they stay good for like a year or two. They're, they're actually even past the expiration. Yeah, the only thing I have that's old is I have beers designed to have old, like some barrel aged stuff, some sour beers that sure. age over time. Right. But even that, I'm trying to get rid of. Man, everything needs to be drank right now, and it needs to be something I want to drink. So that's what the fridge lives like now. Well, see, well, you're like in Europe. I mean, beers on us. Like, it was, yeah. like rest in peace. Rest in great peace. beers on yeah, us. Yeah. I, uh, I am a fan of beer, but I just, I'm a dad beer guy. Like, well, I, I, I don't drink a lot of. Uh, I don't like IPAs. I don't like anything that tastes uh, like 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 pancake mist. I don't want some sort of weird seasonal thing. I drink. I, I drink dad beers. I want some that I can drink six to eight of while I'm sitting around doing something. Uh, like, in the summer, I'll have, like, a Colts or whatever. But yeah. for the most part, uh, we're getting pilsners and lagers. And I want, like, I'll walk into a place and it's like, what's, if you don't have my my Rainier Coors, I always just say, what's your favorite dad beer? And, you know, whatever sure. whatever you got on tap, give me one of those. But I, I always have, I mean, I, I usually have to go draft I my future is going to be like two kegerators in my house, probably one of Mere Pond, the other of like something lighter, like Coors Banquet beer. But but I I don't know. I I, I have to if I'm having like a Rainier beer, it has to be on tap. I, I have a little bit of a snob. I had to pull it all back. I had to. Too many IPAs, <laughs> getting a little too hefty over here. Well, that's my thing. Like if you drink an IPA, I feel like I'm drinking a meal. Yeah. And again, if I'm drinking, one beer ain't going to get it done. We're not getting going until we've gotten through five or six. Yeah. So. 
I don't want something that I drink. Like sometimes when you have like a protein shake, it feels like that. You drink one, you're like, oh my God. It just sits back there. That's an IPA. And I've started and to- No, we're good. I've started to when I, I don't keep a lot of craft beer in the house anymore. It's mostly just seltzer and Rainier. Yeah. Sometimes high life. <laughs> um, but then when I go out, it's kind of like, oh. You explore the studio I'm gonna, space. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a beer here, but I've also just switched to- Liquor. Yeah, there's nothing wrong yeah, with nothing that. Nothing wrong with that. Nah. Just some tequila and when, uh, we'll when call it a day. Doubt, yeah. I mean, mine's whiskey. But yeah, you, you can never go wrong. What do you drink? He's old fashions were good. Yeah. And then for the final final, then it's a white Russian. <laughs> it's my de- that's that's my dessert. See, that's funny. Do I'm do like the, the opposite. I, I hit the, the tequila soda, tequila soda. Then at the end, nah, give me like a Sazerac. Yeah. You know, give me yeah. something nice. You gotta like have something that. to kind of kick off or Wash like kind of finish down. finish off the evening. You don't do the IPAs, but you do the white Russians. Like that I end up feeling fat off of oh, three but IPAs. That's, but that's but that, like that's I the love end white of your Russians. night. That's your dessert. Yeah, that's I don't want chocolate cake. I want a white Russian. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, when I'm Tiramisu done, pass. when I'm done drinking and my evening is winding to a close, there's a white Russian involved. Sometimes three, sometimes four, but that's the end. It's the end game, the crane kick of my fight, if you will. If I'm battling the evening, I go to the crane kick at the end. You don't crane kick at the beginning of the fight. You do it at the end. That's where the white Russian comes in. Well, I think we've all hung out with the dude that does mudslides, like, from drink one on. Then they end up puking after three or four. Well, first off, I can't can't say I've ever had one. If you puke because you're, like, come on. It's amateur hour. I've been throwing up since I was 20. But um, when we were in Iceland, there's a Big Lebowski bar. Oh, okay. In Reykjavik. And I was like, well, here we go. And I think they had 20... They had like 27 different white Russian flavors. Whoa. And so I set out. I was like, well, let's let's see if <laughs> let's we can do this. Let's see what we can do. And I think I got to like, I think I made it to 23, 22. Yeah. And, uh, and then it, 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 it stopped. There's probably a couple on there that you're just looking at, like what the flavor adjunct is, whatever it is. You're kind of like, I don't know if I want to go down that path. Well, was, and, and like, it wasn't the first bar that we had, we had gone to. Sure. And then we stumbled upon it. And I was like, hey, let's see if we can do this. And. I, I will say that that was a, that was a failure yeah. on my part. <laughs> you are a failure. I put up a good Big effort. Uh, they, believe me, the bartender, in fact, they stopped charging me after like, <laughs> I want to say like 15 or 16. They were like, holy crap. It's a lot the, of dairy in your body, my man. It, believe me. The next night, uh, well, like that night and the next morning, yeah. it was... Um, well, it was it was it was rough. Add travel on top of that. Well, yeah. I'm a little lactose intolerant to begin with, too, <laughs> so are. let's just say that there was... <laughs> It was an interesting. It was an interesting evening. I gave it. I gave it a worthy effort, and it didn't. I thought maybe, maybe if I like started the evening that way, but we never. We never did go back. That was a. It's like our second to the last day in Iceland, and that was a. It was a one time thing. Maybe one day I go back and see if I can. I can take that muster down. it up again. Yeah. Oakley Doakley. Well, we got a show for you tonight. Uh, don't forget, there's always the Vancouver Ford text line. That's five zero three eight six four six three. Two six. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit VancouverFord.com. Guilty as charged, as is Big Souk over there. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people talking about IPAs drinking like bread, uh, but it's delicious bread. See, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's just, just delicious. It, it, bread. it just makes me feel so yummy. Have it like, makes me feel terrible. Have like two pieces of toast, not the whole loaf. Can't you know? do it. Can't do it. I'm out. Uh, but we got a lot to get to. We'll have some NFL leftovers, um, as always. That kind of hits around Tuesday. We got in the news at 4:30 as well. Plus, you're definitely going to want to stick around for the club tonight, as uh, things will get personal. Have we have we completed the the task at hand? Are we I ha- ready? To I have go? recorded. Oh yeah, no, I've recorded. <laughs> like Chelsea, whoa, 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 yeah. What, uh, what uh, do you think? I'm like show up and say, well, I'm sick. I didn't do it. No, I did it. 
Uh, so the club is uh, probably going to be something you want to stick around for. Jason, I know you are uh, extremely invested in this one. I am. I, I can't wait. Any Anytime we get a little competition, I'm like, let's go. It's like uh, Talladega Nights. Let's heat it up. Let's go. <laughs> well, and I saw his song, some. I saw his song choices, That's too. 11. And uh, compared to mine, I'm like, ooh, this is going to be a good competition. Right, well, look, I, I can't wait. So today, uh, well, it might not be till tomorrow. Because we're gonna we're gonna let this marinate. We'll mm-hmm. put it out on uh, on on Twitter, on X, and social, and all that, and we will let the people decide. But uh, tonight we'll uh, we'll find out, or tomorrow we'll find out who indeed is the true crooner of Ten Eight of the Fan. And how much is song choice going to be a part of this? Well, look, I mean, obviously, we're trying to just go based on talent. Look, I mean, obviously, you know, you're trying to choose songs that are going to accentuate your abilities. So I think song choice. I won't. I'm. No one should cast any judgment on whether you like the song or not. <laughs> just how well you, happen. how well you do the song. And by the way, if you make poor song choices, that's on you. Yeah, I guess if you sing something that no one's ever heard of, dude, that's on you. Well, I don't think either of us Schulte over there, he's got a little bit of a leg up on me. I don't know how to uh, upload things into the old computer Dora anymore, so he knows my song choices and I do not know his. Mm. I'll give you mine. I mean, we can. Do you want to put them out right now or like before the whole competition oh, starts? You're, just, you're the boss over here we'll just, on this, we'll Jason. Just, we'll just wait call. on this. We'll let this marinate right. a little bit. We'll have plenty of time to get let into it this. Sit through. Let it sit. sit through. Yep. All right. Well, stick. Stay tuned with that. The text line. Also, we are on YouTube. Uh, dot com slash 1080 AM the fans to so check out when we come back uh, a little bit of fresh news that we kind of saw coming but it's made official uh, does this make another man a part of that situation a for sure dead man walking we'll get to that next this is prime time Isaac and Souk on 1080 the fan call from mom answer it call silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. 
316 here, Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. We are live from the shadows of the historic Fremont Bridge, as we are every day, Monday through Friday. Well, somebody is. Yeah. Somebody's here. Somebody. Somebody will be here. The lights are always on. The lights are, yeah, well, they're always on because people leave them on. Yeah, no one turns anything off. We're very, uh, Farrop used to claim he was uh, carbon neutral. No, when we leave the studio, like, every TV's on, all the lights in the building. Like, we're just wait. like, we're mining for Bitcoin over here. I, want, I wanted to go to, uh, like, the Brass Brass Odyssey, like, the top, top guys there. Yeah. And say, if I shut off all the lights every night on Wednesday after the hot corner, can I get a raise? I think it'd, I think it'd creep people out if they came in in the morning and, like, the lights were off. It'd be, a like, an unsettling. Because we were at the old building and they were tearing everything down. Uh, I inadvertently freaked out a couple people because... Like if, if they were there working late at night and like everything was kind of torn up and you know the lights were lights were off and they'd yeah. have been obviously late and I like the last this one out giant of the building. White supremacist walks through and yeah, I, I, terrified. Yeah, I, I freaked out a, a, a person or two. So I don't think you want to walk into this building with the lights <laughs> off. It's a very uh, serial killer sort of you know montage about ready to happen. I'm just scared to turn stuff off because I don't really know how to turn everything back on. So, that is true. Oh, I, don't, I just need to make sure that like it's still good when I'm coming back. Yeah, I don't touch anything. It's, it's beyond my pay grade. I if turn someone, the TVs off. If someone wanted something off, they'd turn it off. For That's me, true. I just, again, I'm not here to mess with anything. I mind my own business. On, uh, off. on off. On off. What, what, what on do you off. usually say, Suk? You're here to uh, be... A, a wiser a, man than me you. once said, yeah. I am not here to be a goalie. I have been put on this earth to either assist or get out of the way. Boom. <laughs> That's all I do. That's great. That's great. All right. Well, let's start with the uh, AAA heating and cooling poll question of the day. Yeah. Family uh, company helped me families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. You can find it on Twitter. And uh, I did find myself watching some baby blazers last night. And Danny and Dusty were talking about this. And so I just simply ask you the question, how closely are you watching the baby blazers? Blazers, little here and there, as much as ever, or who the hell are the Blazers? Because I, I, I do find myself tuning in from time to time. Sure. One, it's our job, and you have to cover it. And two, also we're West Coast, so games start a lot of times at seven, seven thirty. It's the only thing on. If well, you want yeah. Sports. So, so like last night, right? The two Monday night games finish up, and those things are bananas, right? I'm Great going back and forth Fun. between the two of those, and they were nice enough to to finish enough time where you could see one team collapse, followed by another, and then you flip over to the Blazers, and 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 I watch and um. You know, for a team that's won six games, they're not bad. They're competitive, minus a couple duds, especially now that you're getting a little bit healthy and, and Simons is back and Scoot actually looked decent for the first time. They're actually Le- living up to this. This team will be bad but fun. Yeah. And, I, you know, look, as long as you keep losing games, I don't give a rip. Like, you can win up <laughs> Just to Just don't 20- win. Just don't win. Sir, don't try to pull this, we're going to get good and win 29 games, I'll lose my S. But, you know, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it. It's uh, it's a little hard to be overly enthusiastic. You can get tickets for dirt cheap, but interested to see how closely people are paying attention. Because when I do, when you do talk to people about the Blazers, I think there is a ton of apathy in the city. Oh, for sure. I think a lot of people have have tuned out. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little. I'm tired. Like the. The whole saga, I mean, basically the whole career of Dame here just, I think, wore on people. And that's kind of why a lot of people, once he got traded, it was kind of like, well, we warned, you know what, I actually kind of relieved right now. Well, I warned everyone that was like, oh, I, let, let's do the, the youth movement and, you know, we'll move on from Dame. He doesn't want to be here. Oof. I said, dude, buckle up. Yeah. Because it, it's a... It can it can be a long time. And, I've seen and, youth and, movements in, in baseball. Yes. It's not pretty. You know, and, and, and look, I, they, they, they're playing close games they're they're competitive in games and so maybe it won't be a three or a four or a five year rebuild but boy i can't for every every time you think oh this rebuilds ahead of schedule and then a year later you're like holy crap 
I mean, look at the, the Pistons right now. I mean, the Pistons have lost 20-plus. The Spurs are going through it right now. The Pistons have had top three picks the last two years, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, rebuilds, especially in the NBA, can be uh, can be dicey. So I always just told people, I'm like, buckle up. This may be a, a rough go, and um, at least there are signs of life with mm-hmm. the Blazers, but I don't know. I, I've been to two games this year. Me and my buddy went, and um, it's, it's, it's decent, but there is uh, – there, there, there is a difference in that building, and I think there's a difference in just the way the city's paying attention to it. I think I'd like to get to some games this year, um, especially if I can get decent seats for decent price. And you can. Sounds like you can. You can. Um, I really don't watch them on television, mostly because I don't have uh, that evil, terrible corporation that owns their broadcasting rights. Head to the east, um, my friend, yeah. and start streaming. Yeah, I know where that goes. Yeah, so I could watch them a little more, but I don't. Uh, I was It was fun to learn this morning as I was driving in that Andy Dirt Johnson hasn't watched a full game this year. Oh, I, I don't <laughs> think Rob can tell you outside of maybe... Two or three guys? I'm not sure he can tell you who's on the roster. Like, it couldn't be any further off his radar. That's where I will say, though, I have, excuse me, I have planted my flag on who my baby blazer is. Yeah? I'm a Shaden Sharp guy. Yeah. It's not even close. When he was, before he ever played, when he was drafted number seventh overall, because I'm a little bit of a college basketball nerd, uh, I was like, ooh, nice pick by the Blazers. Everyone's going to destroy that, and that kid is fun. Well, you look at it right now, and... And this goes back to a larger problem that you're going to have to address down the road. But you know, you, you got the three guards, and yeah. and you know, you can't throw Scoot under the bus, but he's just been flat out terrible. One of the worst rookies in the league. But it's it's so early. Right. But I mean, right now you got Sharp and and Simons that look like kind of, you know, the, the the future of the team. And then there's Scoot and. Before too long, you're going to have to figure all that out. Otherwise, you're running out the damn three-guard lineup again, and yeah. I, I don't think anyone needs to see that. And I believe uh, I'm going to pull a Rob here and not know his name, but uh, who's the French kid that we got? Ryan Rupert or Tumani supposed- Kamara. Which Rupert. One of them is Rupert. One of, I don't think yeah, French yeah. He's, uh, he's pretty good, right? Well, and then the- he's down at the—he's played a lot for the remix. Yes. I think okay. Kamara was like the second rounder that they got from the Suns that's panned out a lot more. Okay. Rupert- and, fr- and from a defensive standpoint, actually looks like a real NBA. Player. Yeah, but Rupert, give him a couple of years. I bet you he looks like Nick Batum here soon. So very, very good, very long player, and he can shoot. Someone said I went to the Vancouver Vortex line. I went to the Winnipeg game on Friday. Was walking to the Max line uh, by the Memorial. They have banners up for the Blazers players. My wife pulls a major league and says, "Who the hell are these guys?" <laughs> yeah, there's... I will say when they had some injuries, and uh, like we went to me and my buddy went to the Cleveland game, and there was definitely a little bit of who, like what. The hell's that guy? Now with the, starting point guard. Who's the guy with the bad hairline? Is that guy like forty years old? And you look him up, he's like twenty-two. You're like, oh, <sighs> yeah. As long as you hold on to that, and then if the Blazers start getting good in a couple years, you get to do the major league, and you go, hey, these guys ain't so effing bad. <laughs> and then there's that one that one Asian dude that's like, yeah, they're still uh, they essie. They still suck. <laughs> they still essie. Yeah. Uh, tell you what, didn't have uh, didn't have Blazers on my bingo card today. Yeah, little baby Blazers. Yeah, they were. In another game. Little, and, and more importantly, that's for me, as someone that has the undertotal, I love the competitive game and then find a way to lose it at the end. Is I'm not going to lie. When they started playing a little better, I got a little nervous. Because they were like, they a couple games ago, they were on pace for... Whoa, 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 whoa. They were on pace for like 26, 27 wins. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm whoa. like, whoa, we need to slow this down. You're under 20, my friend. Yeah, let's not, let's... I don't, I don't like guys getting healthy and guys start coming out. We don't need some wins. Be in a lot of ball games, play entertaining style of ball, and then lose. And a lot of that draft capital ain't coming back for a no, couple of years. Just keep losing. Thank you.
Uh, well, that is the AAA heating and cooling poll question of the day. As Rob says, vote and vote hard. Uh, I want to get to this, something that popped up. Uh, it is official. Justin Herbert will be out for the season with yeah. uh, that broken finger. And this has to be the death nail for Brandon Staley, right? One would think. I mean, it has to be. It has to be. There's no way. There's no. I mean, even the Spanos family isn't stupid enough to say, well, he got built, dealt a bad hand this year, so let's run him back out there one more time. He can't. There's no way he survives it, although it's the Chargers and it's that family. So, eh, you never know. I'd have to look and see like what they have to owe him on his contract because that team is phenomenally cheap. So, well, that's fair. But one would think that yes, indeed. I think he got a four or five year deal. This is year three, so they don't know him too much. I would assume that this is the death blow. (laughs) Just by this is the death blow for Staley, and then again, time for the Chargers to put on their big boy pants because. We've been saying it for a couple of years about how great their quarterback is, and there's a lot of talent, and so far they just, uh, and I'm not saying it's it's anyone's particular fault, but that is a underachieving team of the highest order right now. Uh, Justin Herbert started 62 consecutive games. That is the second longest active streak by quarterback, only behind Josh Allen. Uh, that was a fun thing I learned today. He's finishing the season with like 3,600 yards. Yeah. Yeah, you got yourself a good quarterback there. I still lit it up. Uh, my favorite thing that I learned about this today, though, is the backup Easton Stick, who will be the starter. Uh, I was digging around kind of to learn about this guy. He's from Omaha, Nebraska. But more importantly, he went to North Dakota State. That means we've got three quarterbacks in the NFL from North Dakota State. The magic And I just is, find that fascinating. The magic that is the bison? Well, it's the best team. Uh, I mean, they, they win the national title like every year. They're like the UConn women's basketball of, uh, of um, would that be, F, FCS. Yeah, FCS. The FCS, football yes. championship subdivision as opposed to the FBS. You look at, look at like, what North Dakota State has put together over the last, like, 10 years. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I think Wentz won two at North Dakota State. Um, I'm not sure about Easton Stick. I think he is post Carson Wentz. I'd have to look that up. And then, uh, yeah, he's post Carson Wentz because Wentz has been around a long time. I know. I think you kind of forget. So, right now, I am currently rooting, although I never root for injuries, I'm currently rooting for uh, Matthew Stafford to maybe get a case of the mud butt (laughs) and whoever's behind him to get Carson Wentz in. (laughs) And then maybe the Cowboys run off to a comfortable lead late in the season and have the first pick, uh, you know. Uh, first round buy all wrapped up and then Trey Lance. And we got three starters in the NFL from the North Dakota State. Yeah, I'm looking here. I, I want to see how many national championships that, uh, yeah, because they had Craig Bowl who had it rolling there and then Kleiman had it rolling. And then they went into the, uh, this guy's at Entz that just then ended up going to USC. But um, they started rolling in 2011 with uh, Craig Bowl and they won the national championship one, two, three, four. Four in a row, went to the semis, and then won three more national championships, went to the quarters, won a national championship in 2021, and was the runner-up last year. Sorry, that is... That's that's power. I don't care what level you're playing at. That's ridiculous. That is... That's an unbelievable run. And then you lost your coach to the USC linebacker job. <laughs> well, so, they, they need him more than North Dakota State apparently, needs Apparently. It doesn't matter who the coach is there. They can keep winning national championships. Uh, so if you're like me, keep on rooting for Mudbutt, and uh, we'll get uh, we'll get some real guys in uh, starting the NFL. I mean, hey, right now anybody in the NFL can start. 
it seems like. So why not? Let's it, just have it, some fun with it. It does feel that way. Oh, it, we're going to see Trey Lance back here in what? Maybe the start of next year. Somewhere. Somewhere we're going to see him. All right. When we come back, I want to get into, I want to talk about it yesterday, but we got kind of bumped for some stuff. The in-season tournament finished up, and, and Big Souk mentioned this to me, and I kind of did a little more digging in. This might not be what we all think it was, or at least what you're told. So I want to get to that next. But before we do that, we'll get to Schultz with sports. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. You know, we were kind of talking uh, about uh, some basketball stuff earlier today, and I'll actually bring us bring us back into some NBA stuff here. Uh, but first, I have to share that the Chicago Bulls have unveiled their plan to uh, start the Ring of Honor on Tuesday. They don't and have they don't have a Ring of Honor like right. numbers retired that's there in Chicago. Little, they only won six titles. That's what I was a little surprised by, and uh, it's led by Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah, uh, on the Ring of Honor. Shocking. So you're telling me there's a statue out in front of that building, but he's not in the ring. Wouldn't that have been great if they pulled the Cowboys and like not put in Jimmy Johnson? Yeah. Because he just got in. Right, right. Like, they just put Jimmy in. But... Because, because him and Bear, or him and uh, Jerry were all so mad at each other. Well, like, if the guy you... only won you two, basically three Super Bowls. Look, if you read the, I think it's Jeff Perlman's book on that. Dude, Jimmy's got 
more to do with that than you think. Oh, really? Yeah, like Jerry obviously is is uh, Jerry. is Jerry, but I guess Jimmy Johnson loved to troll uh Jerry Jones. He's just an ass to be an ass. Well, yeah, there's yeah. there's this idea that like like Jerry Jones just hated Jimmy Johnson because Jimmy got all the credit. Jimmy went out of his way. I guess there's stories, and again, it's been a long time since I've read this, but so I'm I'm you know, maybe the details aren't hundred percent right, but it would be like I don't remember exactly what was said, but like Jerry Jones would get on the bus, right? And and the owner getting on the team bus It's kind of weird. It's a little weird, and Jimmy Johnson would call him out in front of everybody and he would be like oh we can go now the most important guy like he would openly mock that's funny and i guess jimmy you know when he would have some some, you know some beers after the games or whatever he would openly mock jerry jones in front of employees in front of uh in front of the team it was like jim jerry would come in and try to give like speeches in the locker room and jimmy johnson would make fun of him so (laughs) and and jerry totally looks like the type of guy to take it yeah and i guess he put up with it basically for as long as as he could and so about four years (laughs) and jimmy wouldn't stop like and the more jimmy won the more it was like what are you gonna do yeah I just won you two Super Bowls. F you. And obviously, Jerry wanted more credit. Right. And Jimmy wasn't about to give Jerry Jones any credit because he's the one that built that thing. Right. And Jerry thought he was the GM. And it was... So all I'm saying is, yes, it's ridiculously Jimmy Johnson does not get more more credit there. But at the same time, if you pee on the owner's shoes (laughs) repeatedly and then you take a dump in his potted plant... Be prepared for the owner to not necessarily want to celebrate you, but time heals all wounds. Uh, the inaugural class will be Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Phil Jackson, Jerry Krause, uh, Artis Gilmore, Jerry Sloan, Tony Kukoc, Bob Love, Chet Walker, Johnny Redker, Tex Winner, and Dick Klein. Yeah, that's not a, that's not a bad uh, little list there. If you are going to put together Ring of Honor, the, the Bulls definitely have a run there. And something tells me the only people that are going to be in that Ring of Honor are from that run. Yeah. Nothing before, nothing after. Like, that's a... That's it. That's a team with a great run and then nothing else. Well, you, Derek you gotta, Rose? No, you, no you gotta, Derek Rose. You going to put in Eddie Curry in there? <laughs> no Zach Levine? Come on. <laughs> Derek Rose's knees. I guess he did win an MVP there. He did. Right? Speaking Ring of, of honor. Speaking of like rebuilds that didn't go anywhere, anywhere. Remember the baby bulls and Tyson Chandler yeah. and Eddie oh, yeah. Curry. It's like, oh, this is going to be the next incarnation of the bulls. <laughs> Not so much. Not so much. Not so much. But we got NBA on the brain. So we were talking. LeBron James named the MVP as the Lakers win the in-season tournament. <laughs> And they're gonna hang a banner. And they're getting LeBron said they're not gonna hang a banner. And the Lakers said, Whoa, 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 we're gonna hang a banner. Dude, that is just that is mock that just you deserve to be mocked. I get that you're a great franchise, but you're hanging a banner for that thing. Holy hell. But it goes to show what we were what we've been talking about kind of off air in the last day or so is that the media wants to tell you, and clearly the league is in on it, and I'm sure. Once LeBron said, we're not hanging a banner. I'm sure old Adam Silver called the buses and were like, hey, you're putting that banner up, right? Because they've been powering it down our throats that this in-season tournament was a massive success. And from a point of LeBron winning the MVP and the Lakers winning, sure, I can see that. But you can't tell me anybody gave a rip about this. There was a really good article that I read um, from like a a, basically a sports analytic guy that that pointed out – the NBA has spent millions, and I mean tens of millions of dollars. Um, actually, I mean, when you want to go into like TV exposure on that, 100 plus million dollars in trying to promote this thing. And you know, the money paid out to the players. And what is the narrative that we've all been sold? 
is that the NBA they 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 have to be ecstatic with this thing, right? Like through the roof, through the roof. Like the players got buy in, and the game was the, the games were great, and the numbers are, are fantastic. TV looked awesome. And when you, when you peel it back, he just simply asked the question: What did you get for your money? Because when when you look at this thing, yeah, the TV numbers are good compared to to regular season games, but realize that the two semifinal games. So that was the the Bucks and the uh, Pacers mm-hmm. and the Lakers and the and, and the Suns. They got 1.7 and 2.2 million people that watched those games. And by the way, that was combined over four networks. Four networks playing the game simultaneously. And that was their combined rating. Averaged out to 2 million people watched those things. Two. The final. The big Laker final. The big coronation. That got just over 4 million people. Which again, for a regular season game, it's good. 4 million people. Realize that the Bulls' first round matchup last year. The Bulls, and I think it was the Bucks, the first round of the NBA that no one cares about. Bulls barely got into. It drew almost five million people. You spent a hundred plus million dollars and promoted the hell out of that thing. By the way, you cleared the deck. There wasn't another thing to watch other than and and, and Michael <clears throat> Imperioli, for God's sakes. Yeah, yeah, the Sopranos on there being like, someone please watch this. And what did it get you? It got you a fairly low-rated first-round NBA playoff series. Oh, and by the way, they tried to sell it to Netflix and Hulu. They wanted to do an in-season hard knocks thing. That was kind of their whole thing was like, we're going to make money off this. We'll sell it like a drive-to-survive thing. Which I would have been an interested in. An in-season hard knocks. You know who wasn't interested in it? <laughs> Netflix any, and Hulu. Any streaming company. None. So it's it's interesting that you can get the media, and by the way, Let's be honest. You think maybe the NBA got in the ears of some media people and we're like, Oh, I mean, if there's anything you know about the NBA media guys, they are more honks for their league than anybody else. Yes. The NFL guys know they don't have to. Baseball guys are just like, look, man, we just love baseball. Leave me alone. The NBA guys are invested. It's that that chip on the shoulder like, oh, nobody respects us. Nobody thinks the NBA is worth a damn. It's like, well... This is a three two three billion dollar industry. You're clearly the number two sport in America. I think you're just fine. The only thing I got, and I'm curious what you got out there, eight five oh three eight six four six three two six, the Vancouver Ford text line. The only thing I got out of it was, boy, that Tyrese Halliburton's really good. Yeah. But I don't know if you needed to spend a hundred million dollars to tell me he's good. Maybe put him on TV against a good team. Well, and, that's and, all it took. And again, if you want to sit here and tell me that the games were more competitive, and and again, there there was some some better eyeballs on it. But I also want you to realize that the NFL Pro Bowl, the Pro Bowl, does eight or nine million people every year, and the, that's a joke. The flag football Pro Bowl, and you spent a hundred plus million dollars, and it got you four million people to watch arguably the greatest player in the history of your sport win a title. Yeah. And now you're going to hang a banner. And so, look. Another trophy. I, and I don't know. Now, going forward, they're talking about maybe the winner of this thing. The, the rumor today is that they're they're discussing if you if you win the in-season, in-season tournament, no matter what happens, you're guaranteed to spawn the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to go over very well. So, look. Well, the Blazers going to run and win the in-season tournament just to get smacked by somebody? Yeah. <laughs> so, look, I'm not here to sit here and tell you that the NBA uh, playing tournament was was worthless. Again, if you liked the NBA, you probably loved the fact that you got a handful of competitive games. And I think there, I think there's a text line, there's a texter on the text line right now that's 
I think kind of supporting what you're saying. It's not about immediate results. I understand the apathy, but it's an attempt to grow a soccer-style cup over time. And, and that maybe, could be why you say, oh, it's a success. And maybe it does, but the, the narrative that is being shoved down your throat is that this thing was some sort of colossal windfall for the NBA, and I can assure you it was not. By any metric <laughs> that you're talking about, as far as money spent, time, investment, you spent a S-ton, maybe more than the NBA has ever spent in a regular season venture. And what did it get you? It got you less than a first-round Bucks bulls playoff series. I don't even oh, think Combined I that. over four networks. So, yeah, the numbers are going to be up from a regular season game because what? it's different. And, by the way, it was the only game on. You cleared all the other decks. I think the day before and after, too. There, there was, like, almost no NBA action yeah, It was only those. It was, it was only those games. It was really weird. So and this, I, what's, this, what's with the four networks? Well, the, again, trying to get, as many, eyes trying as, to get as many eyes on it as possible, and you got less eyeballs than Bucks, Bulls on one network. Well, I think the whole point of this started out as, and it was pitched just to get NBA fans to watch, but really they, the league needed players to care about these games, you know, game 30, game 40 during and, the season. And that they did. And if, if by that metric you want to say that the players seemed to care and they played yeah, a little harder. Absolutely. By all means, you got buy-in from that and I will give you that. But I just find it fascinating that everyone is trying to tell you that this the, the, it couldn't have gone any better for the NBA. And I sit there and I look at you and I say, well, if, if that's the case, wouldn't people be watching? Wouldn't people be paying attention? Yeah, you like say, a... well, people are talking about it. Well, yeah, your media parties are talking about it because you are putting the edict in their their <clears throat> their obviously on the on their bottom line of you will do this. When you think about that, they took they took ESPN and the TNT people and they brought them together. It's never been done. They did everything in their power to get people to talk and care about this. The TNT guys got to be laughing about the ESPN guys. <laughs> and it did less than half of the Pro Bowl. So you can tell me that, that Shaq and Chuck <clears throat> took that seriously. You can't tell me that when the t cameras were off that they didn't make that thing an absolute joke. And maybe it grows into something, but just yeah, I, narratives, narratives are hilarious um, in, in the media industry because... If you get a if you get a group of people, especially a network that wants to push an agenda, you can convince people of a lot of things. And I think there's a lot of people out there convinced that this NBA tournament thing ended up being a big deal. And Netflix, Hulu, uh, TV networks, viewers all kind of looked together and went mm, collectively. Collectively, kind of gave you the shoulder shrug. I'm I know like we got to get out of here. I just got to put one more nail in this coffin for the NBA. The Army Navy game. The ratings just came out. For nine, that one right? Today. Nine million people. Yeah, about nine million people. Unfreaking believable. So again, so, Army yeah. Navy, nine million. LeBron, <laughs> the only thing on. You cleared the deck for that. It got, I think, four point one people that tuned into that. So Yeah, I'd like a little more context from the NBA on what they how they deem this a success. And I like to think the way Adam Silver operates that he's smart enough to give me that. Roger Goodell ain't going to give you anything like that because the NFL doesn't have to. But I would I'd be very interested in a little more context on why you deem this successful. I just because like, you you just nailed off six or seven different metrics that don't show it. So, so let more, me know what your future feel is. More people tuned in. And that that's fine. If if the goal was to spend a hundred plus million dollars to get more people in to get October, more people November. than an October November basketball game, then by all means. But that seems to me like the biggest waste of resources that I've 
ever seen in my entire life. If it builds on something four or five years down the road or Netflix does pick it up, I just love that all the streaming companies were like, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're good here. But you got player buy-in. The numbers were up a little that bit. I'm a little surprised about the player buy in. I am surprised too, but again, you get competitive money. You, you give them more money and they get excited. Well, and it's competitive. If you yeah. if you give any professional athlete and you and and it's like the whole Michael Jordan, remember the last dance? He would compete at anything. Mm. He was flicking nickels against the wall. You give some high-level people a chance to compete and you say, "Hey, this is for a trophy. This is there's some scratch on it." You know, it's like on a, you know, you get you know athletes out on a golf course and like, hey man, we're playing for a thousand bucks. They don't give a damn about the thousand dollars, but it's the juice, it's the competition, right? And and yeah, that bumps up the product. But congratulations on a hundred million dollars and getting eight or nine games that were a little more entertaining and that were watched by a few more few more people. <laughs> Meanwhile, Army Navy's out there uh, completing like three passes and drawing nine million people. Uh, I'd like I'd like to get into uh, the transfer portal as there's a little bit of news going on with that before we get into the four o'clock hour. We'll get to some meat and potatoes, uh, some Monday night football stuff in the, in the in the second hour. But I want to check in. Oregon's got their next quarterback. Looks like Notre Dame's got their next quarterback. Which team sits in a better position considering what they've got? We'll do that next. Primetime, 10 the fan. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Usually I work right now, and uh, so I don't have to deal with what sports looks like at four o'clock. But uh, I'm gonna put a little hockey on. Oh, right. I, I watch a lot of uh, Red Wing <clears throat> games in here. Yeah, well, I know you're a Red Wing guy. Yeah, well, East Coast, so a lot of the Wings games are on around four four thirty. So uh, it's nice. Although our our captain got uh, concussed, he got knocked unconscious, so he's uh, he's out. For uh, for a little bit, it's scary. I mean, yeah. face down on the ice, not moving for like forty five seconds, and now like I feel like this is happening more and more, where you're getting the dudes, and maybe it's just like we're we're more aware of it now. Because back in the day, like Trent Green would get knocked out, and everyone's like, "Ah, dude, got so lit bad. up, so bad." Now that's what I always think of. Now people get knocked unconscious, and we're like, "Oh God, he's dead." <laughs> that's a little, a little scary when you bring out the his limbs are all completely tight and yeah. freezing. Well, they do the uh, like the little spider fingers. Mm. Tua had that. Remember when he had the quote. Back injury. You remember uh mm. you remember Javid Best for the Lions? Yeah, or bad. it was Cal and he he 
jumped and they flipped yeah, him up and hit his him on hands the head. went straight up, locked yeah. locked fists. Anytime you watch old football highlights from college in the NFL from like 10, 15 years ago, you're you like I, you're like, I can't believe we watched that. Yeah. And like we loved it. We like celebrated. <laughs> Remember they used to do like This game's N- soft now. They used to do like <laughs> NFL crunch, like yeah. NFL blitz hits yeah. and yeah. It was just it was just like Steve Atwater and Chuck Cecil <laughs> decapitating someone. And we're like, Ha-ha! dude's dead. It's your fault. Like, He's paralyzed. <laughs> and everyone's like chanting it, and you're like, it's it's not Steve Atwater's fault. You ran across the middle. That's your own choice. And so yes, yeah, so I, I get that the game has uh, softened up quite a bit, but I, I think in some ways it's a good thing because we're trying not to kill people nowadays. Uh, Ottawa, Carolina is what I'm going to put on. All right, give that a shot. Right, McDavid for Ottawa, right? No. No, he's Montreal. Edmonton. Edmonton. Oof. Ouch. Strike three on me. The Ottawa Centers, you you're the being, Ottawa. You, you want uh, you want Mr. Kachuk is their oh, captain. Okay, okay, all right. Uh you got Patrick Kane on the Red Wings, don't yes, you? Yes, yes, we do. How's that having uh well, feisty got, old man? He's got no hip, uh, <laughs> but he actually looks pretty good so far. So knock knock on wood. Uh coming into the transfer portal real quick, uh the Oregon Ducks have landed their guy as it is official that Dylan Gabriel will transfer from Oklahoma to Oregon, and then uh, news broke today that Riley Leonard, the kid who's been pretty solid at Duke for the last couple of years, he will take over in the Notre Dame job. And I'm curious, you know, Bo was, you kind of said this yesterday, that Bo was the kind of guy that kind of surprised you uh, in how well he turned out. Like, the first year, solid. And no kinda, one saw that. Kind of thought he would be like that, but then definitely took a huge step uh, when it came to this current season, despite the two losses to UW. And I'm with you. I thought, I thought Bo looked fantastic, and I think he'll have a decent... NFL career. Do either of these really move the needle for you for these programs? Dylan Gabriel kind of concerns me a little bit with his size and a little injury history. To be honest, I haven't watched a ton of ACC football, so I don't know a lot about Riley Leonard outside of what his stat line looks like. Well, Leonard had a weird year in that like, he came into this season for Duke and, and people thought that he could be the third quarterback in the first round. And they started off gangbusters and you know they beat Clemson and it was a big deal and then he kind of got chipped up a little bit and their season kind of spiraled. So uh, obviously he's coming back for another year. But at one point, people thought he was a, a top 10 pick. Um, so I, I think he's coming back, obviously, to try to prove something. Uh, Dylan Gabriel, if, if you're Oregon, I think this is just going to be the the way most big time programs go about doing this. There's now. no time to build anymore. No, I, I think if, if Let you're someone else do the dirty work. Well, it's, it's yeah. true. Like if you're Oregon, if you're SC, if you're Alabama. Uh, you know, Alabama did that. Alabama dipped into the portal and ended up being the, they got two kids out of the portal last year, but Milrow ended up being the mm-hmm. guy and they went through a weird spot where they, they kind of benched him and then he won the job and obviously got better. And here they are. Um, but most of these big programs now, when you lose, um, a, a big time player. It used to be all right, next man up, right? Right. Who's the guy that's been waiting in the in the wings? You know, Ty Thompson. Wait, yeah, and you know, who Ty, entered the portal. He went to the portal, and, and by the way, good for him. Good for I, him. I feel bad for Ty Agreed. Thompson. That guy was loyal. He stuck around, and it just was ne- now under the old system. Ty Thompson would have been in line to be the the starter. Yes, but that's just not the way that any of these programs are going to operate. Because if you're Oregon and you do lose a lot, right? Jackson Powers Johnson is gone, yep. and you lose Bucky Irving, and we assume Troy Franklin's going to be gone. Um, you lose, you know, Kyrie Jackson. You know, you lose Stephen Jones. I mean, there's a lot of of talent. And by the way, Bo Nix. But oh, just a little, yeah, little just, just a little guy probably shouldn't won the should've Heisman won the trophy. Heisman so, like, you lose so much now. And so, it used to be this idea of all right, we reload and we wait and see what we have with our young quarterback. But these teams now have figured this out that you know, why if you can go out and, and get an established guy that's played four plus years, and Dylan Gabriel has 
has, has done. He's been a starter mm-hmm. for four years and was very good uh, um, in his previous stop down at, uh, at Central Florida. And then obviously at Oklahoma last year, he was very good. So he's a plug-and-play guy. And it's not like you don't try to keep developing your freshmen. And I don't think it's just going to be handed over to Riley Leonard. It's not going to just be handed over to Dylan Gabriel. They're going to have to earn it. If Yeah, if, if one of the young kids comes in, if Ty Thompson were to stick around and he just was flat out better than, than Dylan Gabriel, this isn't like an NFL thing where you're paying a kid so much money that like, oh, he obviously has to be the guy. Right. They're going to play the best kid. Um, look at that! Like with like last year, Dante Moore didn't end up being the starter for mm-hmm. even though he was the number one overall recruit, and then they benched him a couple different times. But I just think most of these schools now are going to go into the year with an established transfer portal guy, and then one or two freshmen that you hope will grow and develop. And you understand too that you're going to lose some of those young guys if you keep dipping into the portal. But you look at at almost every big program in the country. And they're almost exclusively going into the portal to grab quarterbacks, unless you have a guy like Milrow coming back for Alabama or last year with JJ McCarthy at Michigan that you right. know is going to be the guy. I mean, Ohio State had Kyle McCord, who, whatever you think of Kyle McCord, he went 11 and 1. He went 11 and 1. And, and that what, one is a close loss. Yeah. And what did they tell Kyle McCord? Yeah, we're going to go into the portal. And, and Kyle McCord left because of it, but they went in there and were like, sorry, we're going to bring in someone to challenge you. And this is just now the nature. Get used to this. Yeah. Washington, Oregon, uh, LSU, Bama, Texas, all get used to it because this is the new way of football. And why would you do it any other way? Right. Of course, especially when you can pick your lick. Um, a curious thought that just popped into my brain is Oklahoma. Dylan Gabriel, why are you leaving Oklahoma? Let's not forget this this school has two Heisman Trophy winners and Jalen Hurts yeah. recently. Is oh is this a warning sign to Oklahoma that that brand might be falling I was if a, a guy like Dylan Gabriel is going to leave? Because you would think yeah. the way us at our age and what we think about Oklahoma football, that that would be kind of a parallel move. When I heard that he had entered the, the portal, I did. I, I kind of scratched my head a little bit at that because Oklahoma at one point this year was a, was a college football playoff type team, doubt. and you, you beat Texas, and I know the season didn't end the way you wanted it uh, wanted it to be. So the only thing I'll, I'll say about Gabriel is, again, a defensive-minded coach. Maybe yeah. he felt like um, <clears throat> there was opportunities to make more money somewhere else. Maybe there he thought that the, the top-end talent at Oklahoma um, wasn't quite there, the move to the SEC. And That's or- why I would think you would do anything you can to hold on to Dylan Gabriel to have an established quarterback as you walk into the lines, Den. And Oregon, I guess, was his dream school. He comes All from right. Marcus's uh, He comes from Marcus's that's high right. school. That's and right. So maybe that's one of those unique circumstances. But uh, we've seen this plenty where guys are leaving successful programs. We, we thought it would just be lower-level kids moving to high-level programs or kids like Kyle McCord that are getting pushed out, but... You're seeing some kids that are are having success uh, at big time programs that are leaving to kind of take quote lateral moves, and that's just that, you know who who knows exactly why, but he's going to be on his third school now, and it just feels like the the days of 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 just being guaranteed that anyone's sticking around um, are done. I mean, Barry Alexander was the was one of the bigger uh, transfer portal guys last year. And all he did was play at um, this school. Um, I think they were pretty good. Have you heard of Georgia? <laughs> and 
and and they they tend to put a bunch of defensive players in the NFL. Like maybe you've heard of Jordan Davis and uh, who's that other guy? Oh yeah, uh, Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith and like every player on their defense. And they had only won like twenty eight straight games and two national championships and hosed out of a college football playoff. And what did Bear Alexander do? He he left and go and, and, yeah. and, and to go to SC. So. Why kids are doing it now, whether yes. whether you want Fleming was the receiver at Ohio State that it's been there for four years and supposedly was the next in line to be the great another great receiver at Ohio yeah. State. And he decided that he didn't want to yes. be at Ohio State anymore. So this there, there is no more rhyme or reason in, in, in saying this guy will be in the portal. This guy won't. It is it's just a free for all at this point. Man. And and I don't blame anyone for looking out for for your best self. Um, who was the, Jordan Addison won the Blitnikoff at Pitt. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, wait, Kenny Pickett's leaving. Um, and I'm at Pittsburgh. Yeah, USC is going to give me 2 million bucks. I'll go be at, at USC. Sure. He won the Blitnikoff award. Yeah. And by the way, didn't necessarily have a great year at USC. Still ended up getting drafted high and it's doing a nice job in Minnesota. But this is just, this is, this is college football now. Yeah. I worry about Cam Ward mostly because he's not going to find a better program than Wazoo, the poor guy. It's all right. I'll still root for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and um, by the way, I haven't seen Washington State grab a quarterback yet. I think we're going with the kid. Yeah. Yeah, he's well, like a he's like a Taysom Hill type guy, but he's got to learn how to throw the football. Yeah. Uh, who knows? That conference is dead anyway. All right, when we come back, let's get into the meat and potatoes. We had, uh, I kind of feel like yesterday I was a little uh, kind of negative Nancy about two Monday night football games on at the same time, creating this Sunday atmosphere. I might be wrong. I thought that was a lot of fun last night. Monday night football doubleheader. Uh, two teams choking away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, seven hundred was it? Seven hundred and twenty-seven straight games. Yeah. Uh, something had happened, and then the Dolphins were like, "Nah, yeah, nah hold my beard." Yeah, yes. we'll get to that next loaded second hour. Don't go anywhere. It's prime time. Pierre sitting in for Isaac Rop with Big Souk on ten eighty. The fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.